everyone. I got the entire team from Furnace Fest with me today for an episode of my podcast, Dan Fonts Talks Metal. Um, and I'm stoked to have you guys here because this lineup is absolutely incredible. And I think it blew everyone away. <laughs> um, so how are you all doing, Mike? We got Mike. Well, let me introduce everybody. We got Mike in the top left corner, Johnny in the top right corner, Chad in the bottom left, and then Ryan in the bottom right. Guys, how are you? Good. You got Rosie all over this. That's cool. Yeah, I got to have Rosie. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to, I'm trying to start it. Is it not starting? But of course, I, all I hear is myself double. Oh, up. the bottom left <laughs> corner of the video. If you, there should be yeah, a mute yeah. button. I'm like, oh, nice. There it is. <laughs> well, I'm doing yeah. good. Stoked to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. This is sick layout. Thank you. Right. Yeah, it's not just amazing. like a. It's not just a typical Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, I love the poster. The poster hanging on yeah, the I got wall. The, exactly. Got your logo right there. Yeah. Thanks. It's cool, man. That yeah, is cool. cool. So, um, I guess we can start with, I mean, it'd be cool. It would be good to know like more about the history of the festival and kind of like where, uh, it all started and whose like idea it was. And I know this is going back in time here, <laughs> like yeah. 20 years. When was the first furnace fest? What year? Yeah. Yeah. 20. I mean, t I mean, almost 20, 21 years now. So right. 2000. 2000. 2000 yeah johnny were you but were both you and ryan at that first year yeah i went to to every year so i was there yeah yeah so that's crazy that three of us on this call sorry mike where <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think i was in texas yet at that time yeah uh, 2000 probably not right no not i was in california but yeah i mean it's it, it was really just uh i think it was a couple of things for me. It was a Furnace Fest, the idea behind it. Well, one, when I scoped out the venue, mm -hmm. that moment, it like being there on the grounds it, at that space, that it's, it is such a weird, so, such a unique, bizarre kind of place uh, that I just felt like, okay, this is like, we have to do something on the basis of the uniqueness of this venue alone. And yeah. Uh, I was putting on shows like a very small fledgling show promoter guy. And so Furnace Fest was kind of the like, what if we did a festival? <laughs> um, what if we, you know, try and I was trying to run a record label. So it was like, what if we brought all these bands? In? Yeah. But um, but really, it was just let's bring together a lot of different styles and, and uh kind of bands for a weekend and, and let's just enjoy each other and, and music together and see what happens it's, that's yeah i mean that's the way to do it right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's crazy to think that here we are 20 i know over 20 20 years later the sloss furnace yeah. has like a lot of history too like it's haunted it right or something i read the other day i had no yeah, idea yeah. about this yeah i mean it's <laughs> i mean it, it's definitely uh it's creepy like you it know is. i mean so I've never been to a Furnace Fest, so I have no clue. Yeah, Johnny or Ryan, do you, either of you want to speak to the creep factor? <laughs> do you have any creepy stories, any ghost stories? <laughs> I don't have any stories, but if you go to YouTube and just, just type in Sloss Furnace, there's so many ghost TV shows. And really? Shows yeah. That have covered, like, stuff there. Dude. So definitely featured as, like, one of, like, the main haunted houses in America. It's, I it's, definitely it's, want to, I got to look that up after this. 
yeah, it's a, it's a great music venue, but there's a ton of history there too, as well. I mean, it's a, it's an old furnace and yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of crazy videos online as well. You know, we've snuck in at night and, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, as teenagers. Yeah. And, yeah. Of course. <laughs> it's really creepy. We'll take you on uh, we'll take you on a tour late one night. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got to. <laughs> Dan, I think a great question for you to ask Johnny would be how many of the four years that he attended, did he actually pay to attend? <laughs> um, uh, I, I can count on two hands how many times I actually paid to get into a show, period. So, <laughs> that, that was, it was a thing. Like, how can I sneak into this show or to this festival? Yeah. I do remember sneaking into Slipknot one night at at uh, at Sloss and getting caught, but nice. talk, really, and the security guard was just like, "Fine, man, just go." <laughs> so, Fine, just go. I don't care. Yeah. That's so obviously funny. Johnny will be the head of security on this and make sure that he's gonna the future. Hey, the, the sounds new like Warp Tour security. 2021 Johnny's can't sneak in. Hey kids, I know every point of entry, okay? I know every point of entry, so don't try to sneak in. It's like what warp tour? You just walk in there. I remember the one in Dallas, they didn't even check anything. I just like walked in. It's like, okay, that's fine. Sorry, Kevin Lyman. Um I did have my pass, it was just in my pocket. Um so it all started with you, Chad. It was like your idea, essentially at the time yeah yeah i mean it was i mean and never did i imagine it becoming what it has today but uh but yeah i mean it really it was in it, i don't know i guess for lack of a better or, or a sexier way to say it it was a marketing endeavor for take hold records it was like how do i get under oath mm -hmm. 238 few left standing some of these bands together with with the dillingers the hate breeds the newfound glories Mm -hmm. And I didn't see there being any possibility of that happening other than uh, a show that, that maybe combined them. And then the festival thing, I think around that same time, it was like crazy fest was yeah. huge. Hellfest mm -hmm. was huge. Hellfest was big. Um, yeah. You know, there, there were some other ones that kind of inspired me to, to take this kind of a, of a leap. Yeah. But, but I mean, Furnace Fest lost money every single year. It, it was a very, Oh, wow. Really? Very, very DIY mom and pop. I mean, it was yeah. not professionally run. I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> I think, I, you know, I don't think we paid a single band more than $5,000. And when they asked for hotels and sent in riders and like wanted specific things, Thanks. it was just kind of like, I don't even know what language you're speaking. Like, here, we have bottles of water <laughs> and uh, pizza. So this, this is what we got for you. Right, right. When we were when I was asking Chad like what past attendance was and stuff, and looking at pictures, and he would tell me numbers. I was like, "There's no way!" Like so many of these people just snuck in. Like you did so many more numbers than than you thought because those pictures are just madness. Dude, <laughs> yeah, Johnny really was just. With a flashlight out back, just waving, you know, the, it was like, you got five it, bucks, you got five bucks, in. all right, you're in. Yep. <laughs> yeah, give me five bucks, I'll show you the way in. <laughs> he had underground tunnels, he had it, he had yeah. it going. <laughs> Literal underground tunnels. Yeah. So who like, the the first Furnace Fest, who who were like the, who were like the big bands on it that year? Was it 20, uh, Johnny 2000? Johnny or Ryan, do you guys, do you guys remember? I have to, I think it was. <laughs> 
Dillinger. Yeah, that was the first. The first night was Dillinger Escape Plan. That mm-hmm. was the first time I ever saw him. Damn. And the next night was Strong Arm Reunion, which yep. Strong Arm Reunion. Strong, Strong played right before them, so yeah. that was probably my favorite hardcore show of all time. Wow. Strong Arm back to back. The place just went crazy. It went insane. Yeah, it was amazing. That's wild. So when did uh, Johnny and Ryan? When did you guys? come into the mix was it during the first furnace fest or afterwards yeah no i've known i've known chad since uh since i was 15 actually so going to shows at at slacker 66 and then going buying uh patches and stickers and (laughs) cassette tapes and cds from his little store that he had so (laughs) and um that's awesome and so known each other for a really long time and Mm -hmm. uh and so i you know if we're thinking back to the olden days, you know, yeah, um, Chad was responsible for so much cool stuff that happened in punk and hardcore, especially in Birmingham. And so it was really neat uh, just to kind of see how he he juggled not only his love for music, but faith as well. And yeah. how he was super accepting of all these different groups and would have right. all these different bands playing together. So and I always had a great deal of respect for Chad. And so. Um, but other than on... sneaking into every one of my shows, and not... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, hey man, at least he bought. I, I never paid for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay for the show, but I bought my CDs. That's and stuff. true. Hey man, he can't. Oh, yeah. He supported in another he way. Supported, yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, but uh, we kept in touch. And yeah. So, okay. I think every few years, I would. I would hit Chad up and like, hey, man, 10 years later, let's do a reunion. And he, his exact words were, no way. I'm never doing that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we talked a couple of times and then, you know, I think it was around 18 years out, you know, it was like 20 years, man. That's pretty cool. Let's, let's talk about that and let's yeah. possibly do that. And then, and then of course, Ron's bugging him in Nashville. I'm bugging him in Birmingham. And so we, <laughs> Yeah, they were they really were the the like double whammy of constant nat furnace fest nagging. <laughs> just to get but just to give you perspective and Mike yeah. can attest to this, like when we first all agreed to move forward with Furnace Fest, mm-hmm. we had so little confidence, or at least I had so little confidence that the best thing I could come up with was a Kickstarter campaign where tickets for the three days would be $99. And our hope, I think, I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think our goal was like to sell two or 300 tickets as like, <laughs> if we could do that, that would be such a huge start. And then we'd yeah. have some confidence to step into it. And yep. thankfully Mike it was-, was <laughs> Yeah, it was so wild for me to come in as somebody that's been doing festivals for the last like 10 12 years and yeah here chad being like we need to do a kickstarter and we need to do this i'm like dude when you announced this like this was something that i had heard of but was like i i never got to attend it because i was not not only too young but like the first two years i was living in california and then i was yeah. in high school in texas like my yeah, mom's not i was too young to go to yeah <laughs> but like he, he's talking about like this kickstarter i was like chad let's let's try this out let's see what we can do let's go on sale so you talked about it we have to go yeah. yeah i was like if we have to go yeah. backwards and it's kind of funny because like i originally i was like man i have i have no idea like why these guys reached out to me like this is so cool like I've known Chad for years and obviously I didn't know Ryan or Johnny yet, but mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know. They seem to kind of have it all together. And then as soon yeah. as we like start going through details and stuff, I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's right. so many things that like <laughs> wouldn't have been thought about. And it was, it was kind of funny doing the clubhouse chat the other day because 
Chris from Under Oath was on it and a few other oh, people, and they were kind of like, they were like, we kind of thought Chad was crazy. And then we heard that <laughs> Zemer was involved, and we're like, okay, this is like a real thing. Like, <laughs> Under Oath has played so wide and all that. Oh, yeah. And like, it was just, and not to discount anything that, that Chad's ever done or knows how to do, it's just that it was so DIY back in the day. There's no, well, it's been so There's long. Yeah. Security, like you have, you yeah. have like kind of everything about it reminds me of the Plano Center where you have like this moment in time yep. and no one understands what's going on. You Which don't you realize went through how it many too people early on. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't, you don't realize how many people are there. You don't realize the chaos that's going on. You're like, cool. I booked these bands. And yeah. like, same with me. Like I got to put the bands I managed on the main stage before like all time low and Chiodos and stuff like that. So it was cool. But like yeah. the way the whole dynamic has come together and like all four of us, like it's, it's the coolest festival building experience for me because usually i'm just like the boss and it's like even with orlando's input and stuff he's usually just like yeah that's cool let's book that artist and like no one's ever really been like hold on hold on like we all four have to agree on this yeah. let's make sure and so like the whole dynamic here has been really cool and I, I it's it's weird talking to them every day and feeling like we're all friends when we've only all hung out once but like yeah. it's it's just like that you know it's, it's cool <laughs> no that is fucking rad yeah, it's, I mean, I think for me and maybe uh, I think for all of us, when we announced the first band, which was a beloved reunion, yeah, that's when I knew. I was like, okay, yeah, that I have grossly underestimated the potential that Furnace <laughs> Fest still has. Yeah, when you and announced beloved, guilty, I was just right, like, I'm guilty Yo. as charged. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> right. At that point, it was like, oh, oops. Wow. I didn't, I did not see that one coming. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, very, very. It's crazy. Excited to be here. All right, Mike. I think you froze. Yeah, and I'm I'm having a weird sound thing going. Yeah, on. what is that sure. sound? Oh, he said his Zoom reset reset in the chat. All right, then he should be able to just join back in. Chad looks frozen now. Is Chad frozen? Yeah, I think so. Oh wait, it's, there he is. There, it's it's catching up. Zoom can be up. Oh. We lost Mike, but he'll come back. It's going to happen to all of us, I'm sure. <laughs> Chad, can you hear us? I can't hear you. Go down the bottom left corner where it says mute and select your mic. Weird. There, yeah. there I, we go. I have this fancy mic. Oh, that, look at you. <laughs> that, I should, that, it, that my audio should be coming through, but for some reason it's not working. So we're just oh, getting yeah. straight Apple. Oh, Apple okay. Computer mic. All right, you can hear us though, right? Loud and clear. Cool, cool. Well, we'll wait for. Oh man, we'll wait for Mike to get back in here. Then I can fix okay. everyone's camera. But it's all good. It happens sometimes. Nice. Someone said I would have come if it was just beloved. Just, yeah. I saw Yo. That. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that... to be honest, yeah. <laughs> and I think that I was love the kind that of... fucking band, dude. Yeah, that was the kind of reaction that we started hearing, and and that's when it clicked. Yeah. And just like, whoa, this, but it's also when the pressure started building, you know, like, okay, now, now we're getting some eyeballs on this and, and people seem really excited. How do we, you know, how do we raise the bar from there? Yeah. I mean, really though, was that the first band you guys talked to or were there, there was multiple. Yeah. I know you reached out to Zayo, right, Ryan? Yeah. I had talked, talked to probably 10 bands at that point. Um, but like they were one of the first ones that just said, yes, we're in, let's do it. Beloved yeah. was? Yeah. Beloved, yeah. They were one wow. of the first live bands that was just like, we totally want to play. That's fucking nuts. That was cool to have them 
jump on because they've been going for about 15, 16 years now. So a lot of these yeah. reunions, you know, the bands, it was like 10 years ago they broke up and stuff, but Blood has been gone for a long time. They were kind of just an early 2000s band. Yeah. So, so many people never got a chance to see him play. Yeah, so now, that is wild. Hold on. Here's Mike. Let's get him back in. And come on, Zimi. You can do it. Oh, where'd he go? It was just working. Started. And oh, out. I'm going to do it again. He's, I'm bringing him back in. There we go. Jeez. There you Okay. <laughs> We can hear you. And there's your video. All right. We're back. Our entire office internet just like decided to shit out. And I thought this was going to be the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we always think that? Mine does that shit sometimes too. Lovin's concerned though, man. We we all thankfully putting on this festival, we can go, okay, what are, what are, what are my five dream bands? What are your five dream bands? (laughs) There were really two bands. I mean, look, every single one of them we're so stoked to have, but for sure. that was on everybody's list and it was beloved and stretch armstrong so the fact that we got those guys to to come is is truly amazing and we're all it, super stoked about it It took a minute to get stretch right i feel it like some, yeah i feel like ryan was telling me like we're waiting on stretch we're trying to get stretch armstrong or something i, I, yeah, I believe I it was you ryan and i was like oh that one's but yeah take a several months of going around and around with them and yeah. they weren't sure if were interested and some of the guys were on board some were unsure they eventually came around and like out of all the people on our Facebook page that were requesting bands, Stretch was the number one most requested That's band. Literally yeah. all I saw in the comments. And then Boyd Noel was probably <laughs> number two most requested band. So number three were both of them. Number three. Yeah. Number number strong three. arm number two. Strong arm. Strong yeah. arm. Strong arm. Yeah. yeah. So uh but we weren't able to orchestrate that one. Don't don't think we didn't try though, like fifteen different times. So <laughs> we did our best, guys. <laughs> yeah, we did. Almost got them. Um, yeah. This is a good question. I was going to ask this one too. Were there other bands you wanted to have on the festival? Festival, but things didn't work out. I guess. Oh man, I'm gonna I I'm mean, gonna count. How many I'm gonna can... count on our <laughs> on our Google sheet and see if I can do it quickly. How many bands uh, we actually approached at some level that um, that we didn't? So I'm gonna start mm-hmm. at at row 106. <laughs> to 172 and then there's another group starting at row 175 so that's about so about 70 bands what 175 to row 225 is another batch so that's a whatever that is another 50 or something bands and then there's another row starting at 229 (laughs) all the way to 286 so i mean probably 150 artists that we approached at some or considered you know are these like a lot of these bands were are they like not a band anymore well i'll just read a few bouncing (laughs) souls minus the bear um glass jaw Ah. uh well some of these we did get mastodon hate breed uh, um say there's quite a few jimmy world there's quite a few bands that we had we had hoped uh, would be here and it just for one reason or another didn't work and, and yeah uh, it's i you know i think i guess looking back on it you don't get 84 however many yeses without also having 150 plus no's to mm-hmm. go with it and um at the end of the day I, I couldn't be more thrilled with what what we've been able to build yeah um, but yeah there's a long there's a long list of of uh 
you know, not fails, but just not, just not, uh, not feasible. Yeah, no. Right, so there was a lot of, of like botch coalesce. Um, right. Dude, if you got if you guys got botched, that would have been legendary. <laughs> we tried. Anybody that was cool has been broken up. We definitely tried. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, There's man. a lot of bands on that on that list that were like pitched by agents and stuff, and we kind of yeah. discussed and then didn't get. But I know there's like a handful of bands that like they've discussed over and over again. Some that I've never even heard of that they were like oh we got to get this and like the more the more i look at social media the more like all these people are requesting it and stuff yeah um what? dan if you had to pick one band <laughs> oh, that God. is not on the lineup that you really 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 oh, right. wish were playing who would that be it would probably be botch straight nice up. okay oh, that's yeah. good it would have been yeah. botch so i never botch got to see them and you no, know yeah, it was like, I remember when I found out about Norma Jean when I was younger, and then someone showed me Botch, and they were like, yo, Botch, like Norma Jean was inspired by this, I guess, right? Yeah. And I was like, who the heck is Botch? And then I got showed Botch, and I was like, oh, man, yep. this is this is it right here, yeah. <laughs> you know? So Sounds I was good. hooked on them, and I never got to see them. You know, I saw Norma Jean a good amount of times, even with Josh, um, and I love Norma Jean. I wish Norma Jean was playing. Well, no, they are playing. What am I talking about, right? No, no, they're no, not. They're not. Oh, you're no, right. they're not. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah, you're right. So um, let's see. This is another good question. I kind of had a similar one written down from Dear Oh Well. What is the greatest challenge you faced when putting this festival together <laughs> other than the uncertainty because of the pandemic? So wow, aside yeah, from the that, pandemic crap. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And probably that's uh, probably different with, with each one of us. <laughs> but, you know, for me, um, it, it's very different than 20 years ago. Um, yeah. But, I mean, there's just, uh, it's, we're not a big promotion group. We're not a big company. We're four guys who are passionate about music, passionate about punk rock and hardcore. Yeah. And really just want to put on an amazing event. And so, um, and so that, you know, that, that's really cool in some ways, but in, in some other ways, it's, it's really risky. And so, but for me, you know, one of the, one of the biggest scary things about this thing is just now this, the sheer like <laughs> amount of, of money that it costs to put this thing on. And then as well, we've got 80 something bands that we've got to take care of. And then you're going to have, you know, however many people end up coming, you know, we all feel a great responsibility to not only put on an amazing event, Mm -hmm. but to also take care of every single person that comes through that gate because for us yeah. it's just not a concert it's just not a festival yeah it's more than that for us, each 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 one of us have been and this sounds so cheesy <laughs> but each one of us have been so like deeply impacted by the punk and hardcore scene and yeah. still they at 41 have a great love uh for the punk and hardcore scene and so yeah. we on a great event and like it's the community that means the most to us and so we feel a huge responsibility to take care of every single person so we're trying to do our best to put the best event on but at the end of the day we're just four dudes who are just loving what we're doing but you know it's in some ways scared to death yes so, scared yeah. to shit <laughs> yeah yeah i guess just adding to that i would say time you know yeah. time has been because all of us uh have other this, this furnace fest is a side hustle for all four of us it is for not sure the, it's not the primary um revenue source mm -hmm. or career path uh and so it, it i think just knowing how 
what Johnny said, wanting this to be better than anybody expects it to be and, and that it lives up to the hype and, and even more so that there is a level of responsibility and a level of, of pressure yeah. that comes with that. And I think just the time it takes to make sure everybody's been cared for and questions have been answered and mm -hmm. responses have been made. And, you know, today it's like, Hey, can we get some passes for this band? It's like, well, yeah. not just deleting an email like, Oh, we'll worry about that later, but actually take, we, I feel like we like take the time. As, yeah. Yeah. As a, I'd like to just pause and honor these guys. I feel like any little thing that comes up pretty much always crosses all of our paths and we all talk about it and work on it until we've come up with a solution and um, and that just means a, a lot of energy that um, I don't think any of us were anticipating. No, no, you, you probably know, weren't at this level. <laughs> Plus, it's been you know it's been so so long since right. you've done anything like this, so you really had no idea. Yeah, I, <laughs> right, exactly. I think the like hardest thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's like it's like once upon a time having worked out. And then stopping for 20 years. And then like, okay, I guess I'll go back to the gym. <laughs> 20 years yeah. here, and now I'm going to the gym. I think the hardest thing for me has also been like kind of the best, like I was talking about earlier, is just like having to get rid of my like know-it-all attitude about running a festival and like my overconfidence in mm -hmm. selling tickets and like even telling them in the beginning, like the majority of our tickets sell last minute. We might not sell a lot up front it's it's just been kind of like yeah. adjusting my expectations and also learning to work with a team of people where like i might get really excited about working with a certain person or a certain band and then having to back off of that and be like you know what this does make more sense i'm gonna go with what the group decided and yeah and kind of picking and choosing like which things i want to fight for like for example in in hiring staffing and everything like the only thing that I didn't want to budge on was I want to use my stage sound and production people who have done my festival for over mm -hmm. 10 years, know how to get bands on and off the stage. Yeah, was like And because I know that that's that and then getting people in and out of the venue safely and in a timely yeah. manner are like the two biggest things like traffic flow and making sure that the bands get on stage like at the time that they're supposed to. So oh, yeah, it's um, a lot of work. those are the areas that I was like, you know, I'm going to fight for this, but then, mm -hmm as far as a lot of other things, like I'm, I'm going to, you know, trust their judgment and the people that they know locally and stuff like that. And so for me, it's been super humbling being in a situation where like, I'm not the end all be all person. And it took a minute to like go from being frustrated that like they didn't necessarily instantly trust my judgment to being appreciative of the fact that we're as a team making decisions and, um, doing what we as a group think are be is best rather than just one of us because yeah, yeah. if everybody just followed what i'm saying based on what i've done in the past it might not be the same you know festival or if i had said you True. know oh i don't know who i don't know who that band is why are we adding them and then they get announced and like ten thousand people across the world they're <laughs> all excited about it i'm like okay mm. you know what yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's been it's been that's been the most challenging for me aside obviously from from covid but even then i feel like we got kind of more time to really put this festival together and create an even bigger yeah. event and bigger moment that more people are going to be able to experience. So in a way that's kind of like a undercover blessing right there. Yeah. A little bit. Right. Did Absolutely. that. I know that had to be a 
I mean, obviously, you guys had no idea this was going to happen, a pandemic. Well, that was another thing I was yeah. wrong about. I'm like, oh, no, we'll be back by fall. Don't worry. Chad. Oh, yeah, that's how we're all. Fine. Yeah, and we were all feeling that like in the big like March, April. It was just like, yeah, you know, I was like we, scheduling. Be good, you know, and yeah. everybody hated Dan for saying that it would be 2021. And now look at us. Well, I don't think I said that to like May. And I was like, this ain't coming back this year, bro. We're, we're... <laughs> This is Dan was screwed the first right one to now. Say it and everyone yeah. else was like, shut up, dude. I'd be like texting me like, Dan, really, dude? You really, you really had to say that? And then like Metal Sucks, Metal Injection all picked it up. I'm like, why? And I texted Ben from Metal Sucks. I'm like, you really had to do that, huh? You really had to do that, man. Of all, of the, of all the quotes to quote Come me on. on. <laughs> dude, you're a booking agent. Right. I don't care. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think but, what Mike said is true, yeah. that it's, that, that COVID has actually presented us with an opportunity that is a, a family reunion mm -hmm. unlike any other moment in history has ever provided. So it wasn't just Furnace Fest 20 years later, yeah. it's Furnace Fest 20 years later, plus the worst year and the weirdest, hardest year of all of our lives, most likely put together, yeah. and now we're gonna celebrate. So it's like, it's like, man, dude, the, the level of excitement, but also the responsibility and the and just like the the weight that we all feel for yeah. this being everything and then some that it that it's meant to be is mm -hmm. is very significant. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling like this might be I don't I don't know if I'm gonna go if there's gonna be a show a show yet that I'm gonna go to before this. There probably will be. But uh, regardless, I think first day, I'm definitely going to start crying when a band plays. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we all are. <laughs> I, I literally had that dream. And I told them the other day, I was like, Did you? I just woke up from a dream where like, there was this huge like Grammy style video entry of like the path to Furnace Fest. And then the first band oh, got on stage and like, we all just like were crying. And it's so weird because oh, recently dude, with all the talk happen. about like, stuff coming back i've been having like festival dreams and festival nightmares and like show <laughs> dreams for the first time in a year and i'm like i'm not even mad about this like oh man the headliner didn't show up and there was a, a plane crash and a tornado and like all these things in my dream i'm like Jesus. sweet i'm dreaming about music again like, it doesn't even matter <laughs> that's so funny dude um are you guys gonna do we had another question it was cool it was a good one uh is there gonna be any chance of any of the performances being recorded for like you know the post up afterwards after the fest like are you Ryan, guys thinking you wanna, about you want to take a stab yeah, at this we're one still, we're still kind of in like the planning stage of that yeah yes there will be some performances recorded Dude. we're not sure if it'll be a live stream or if we just aired later on oh we're yeah like, month is kind of our we're going back and forth with different companies talking to different options but to see what can work. To visually see some of furnace fest yeah you, all, or bands probably yeah that's but, a lot of bands some of the cool bands you'll, you'll see that stuff later. yeah plus i mean there's definitely gonna be photographers there and stuff as well and i'm sure a lot you know they're gonna be taking video so i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of footage from furnace fest are you getting overloaded with uh photographer submissions i was about Mike? to say oh, these guys gosh. these guys are having their oh, first experience God. with media people and oh like, dude yeah oh i, I love them all but I'm, it's it's overwhelming professional hundreds like, dude yeah I know every single person out there with the camera has been dying to take yeah. pictures of live music over the last year or whatever, but I just, even, even like the little things that we've discussed about like protocol of like, you know, if we don't think COVID is going to be even close to where it's at now, but there still might mm -hmm. be little things like 
people are still going to have anxiety about being in big crowds and things like that. And like yeah. the artists themselves don't need 900 cameras in their face. Like Very true. <laughs> we need to have like our team, their <laughs> team. And then like that, that's it, you know? Yeah. So, exactly. um, but I'll yeah, try we're to still keep gonna, it limited. We'll still go through that process of, uh, you know, submit and maybe we'll get some cool stuff. Cause I, I've been telling them like how important things like this are like pre festival yeah. coverage, post festival, mm. it, and whether it's just for this event and having it documented across the internet, or if we actually do something again in the future or whatever, like we want to, uh, to yeah. have like, you know, as much press and attention as Media, possible. Even yeah. if the thing sells out tomorrow, like it's still valuable to us. Oh yeah, no, it really is. It, I know a lot of people would love to see, you know, people that aren't going to be able to make it would love to see videos, pictures, yeah. you know, but even like, you know, me and when I worked for Mike's Fest, So What Fest, So What Music Fest, it was like, there'd be so many like, like he would ask me, you'd be, you'd ask, hey, is this, you know, this person, they said they know you. <laughs> and uh, I'd be like, yeah, no, they're good. Pass for a while. <laughs> yeah. For a while, like anyone with the camera, we're like, oh, you know, someone you're good. You know, someone is yeah. the bands, the band <laughs> started many, doing like dude. lockdowns on the stage. They're like, why do you have 900 people with all access passes? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why the <laughs> fuck we did this. <laughs> Johnny's outside selling fake passes to so what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love nice. that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, so when you yeah this is a good one when you guys first announced bands on the festival you know obviously i remember i remember people just like freaking out over it how did that make you guys feel was that uh, we just, i bet i bet chad was relieved yeah, <laughs> yeah I was. I he was the I, he was the main he's the main stressed out guy in the group oh my god there was yeah. a moment yeah. like right before right before everything got better or started getting better there was a moment where chad was like guys i just like I don't know about this anymore. Like it, it was, oh, yeah, things after. were looking very bleak and then there yeah. was like no hope. Like we knew vaccines were coming and things like that, but it was just like, we yeah. keep pushing this and like agents are wanting higher deposits now because they have, haven't been having their bands and just like all these things going on Jeez, at once. And man. it was like, literally like a couple of days later, he was like, I think it was right before the tickets went back on sale or something. And he saw the reaction. He was like, okay, I was right. wrong. I'm good. Like yeah. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Yeah. I mean, that was I the closest. Sleep. Yeah, maybe two, I don't know, I guess maybe two months ago now where I really? just felt this overwhelming sense of doom. Like, yeah. We're not getting out of this thing. This is the new Well, yeah, normal. definitely two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is like. I was like, feeling that I, way too, man. Yeah. I, I was just like, let's give everybody their money back and just yeah. call it a day and be like, well, sorry, we tried and COVID shut us down. And yeah. Uh, and thankfully, you know, th so every time we've announced bands, it's been, it's kind of ruined my day, honestly, because it's hard to do anything else when it's just the mm -hmm. phones blowing up, the, mm, the, the emails. Like, socials, the email, you know, yeah, just, everything. You just kind of feel it's like the dopamine shooting your, you know, shooting around your, your head like crazy. And um, it's, but it's a super fun, very, very exciting experience. Yeah. I kind of want to, I want to do it every week, you know, like tomorrow, yeah. another way. I love another way. Yeah. <laughs> I really loved how, like when you first started announcing bands for, you know, pre pandemic, it was just like how you like announced bands. It was very exciting because, you know, Ryan would, I, I talked to Ryan for the most part and Ryan would only tell me like, a, like I, I didn't really know anyone that was on this fucking fest. So like, and, but, and then I saw how you started announcing bands and I'm like, I'm not going to ask Ryan. Like I, I'm like looking forward to this announcement. 
and you yeah. just like post on social media be like hey and then like hours later here you go <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'll be texting yeah, my friends like dude you see that shit are you kidding me <laughs> yeah it's been fun i i feel like that's been uh you know kind of looking back on it mm -hmm. i don't know if anyone else would agree but it seems as though we've had this genius marketing plan from the start yeah. that, uh, that really was I just wish. like us like oh like let's try well, hurry hurry let's announce we got to do something tomorrow and then it just like like it just works it really back, just worked it, it looks dude genius but but in yeah. the moment it felt so crazy and mm -hmm. and like haphazard and like man just like felt like kind of half-assed but it wasn't <laughs> it's been so it's oh, been no. so like, weird because like they'll see they'll see people commenting like you need to add this band oh, and this yeah. band and, and stuff like that and i'm like that's like the most stressful thing that we get like my festival it's like these bands suck this festival's <laughs> dumb like i'm just like i get all the hate and yeah. I, I just like laugh at it like why'd you put this band treat, on it yeah <laughs> i treat so what like riot fest does where i'm like okay well you come book the lineup like i just talk shit to people. yeah we'll hire you but with for this it. it's like there's no one that the only comments are probably jokes of like i've never heard of these bands like yeah and i think it's people that are just just like were... making a joke because it's been like 20 years or something but like for sure it, it's really just been kind of phenomenal and overwhelming every time anything's announced and i think because of the way that we have announced everything and especially the way we started it just keeps people like hey you need to add this band because they're like they're gonna add more bands they've been doing it this whole time yeah. they're gonna add that band. you they're know what probably i mean? like, gonna add that one <laughs> like yeah. when people were asking for refunds because of poison the well i was like just wait a few days. Yeah, you know, I want to hold, <laughs> hold off before just, you get that refund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just hold, hold on a minute. <laughs> I will have say, a surprise. I will say that the community has been overwhelmingly positive, even through That's the good. whole COVID and postponing a few times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were pleasantly surprised at how few refunds have been requested, wow. which goes to show that you know, at the end of the day, this is a special event and people have been waiting for yeah, something like this for so long. Yeah. And so they're willing to stick with you, which means a lot to us because again, you know, um, Dude, I mean, just, if everybody requested refunds, then that's this thing what would I was, be there was a point yeah, where we had to increase the ticket price because there was an error on tickets and we're like, Hey, sorry guys. Like Chad's whole thing is super transparency, which has been really good for this festival. And he's for like, sure. you know, sorry, like we forgot to add this in. And there were a couple of people that were like, do you have a PayPal or Venmo? We can give you the difference. Like I've never seen that in my life. What? Like, these people hey, wanted, wanted to give us extra money because they <laughs> thought it was going to like hurt us that they didn't pay the, you the, know, the extra tax fee. on yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we, had a, writing, we were handwriting people checks and sending it to them. Trying what? to figure out how to get, yeah, man, just because again, we want to be above board. We want to yeah. put on a great event and take care of every single person, even if they need a refund. Yeah, and for sure. We were getting locked out of our credit card company. And so Chad was like, hey, we'll just send you some PayPal money. I don't have a PayPal. So I'm handwriting checks. <laughs> yeah. What's your address? And, and, and mailing them to like Wisconsin. I'm like, man, wild. this is crazy. Yeah. yeah recently, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the, the companies that we've we've worked with on ticketing and stuff just didn't just like everyone else like they didn't really know how to handle things when like 
COVID happened. And so they're like, well, oh, yeah. we can't, we can't give new. all these refunds or like, if you're still going to do the festival and blah, blah, blah. Just like, hold them. it was just kind of a, a runaround. And so we're like, well, we don't want a bad reputation. And these guys are literally handwriting checks. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, people want their refund. It's like, you really do want to give it back to them. This is like, the, and we understand that it's a yeah. time where you need it. Like we had people For that sure. were like, Hey, I lost a friend. He's not going to be able to make it anymore. Like kind of like wow. the, the, the worst case scenarios that like, you know, normally it's like, Oh, my friend's grounded. We can't go. I'm like, okay, well you shouldn't have been an <laughs> asshole. Like, but with this, like yeah. there's just so many factors where you just have to be so sensitive and like, especially with, with the importance of the festival itself and just knowing that mm -hmm. so many people have waited this long and like they want to go. So if they're telling us there's a valid reason not to go, like we just, you got to just give it back. That. Exactly. No, it's good that you guys, well, once, I mean, yeah. you gotta be. Once upon a time, you could attend Furnace Fest for $40 for the yeah. whole thing. You know, that, right? that I think all two or three days that that first year was 40 bucks, 50 at the gate, maybe. And, yeah, uh, a little bit more at the so gate. In, in some ways, it's like we're, we're able to charge a premium for what Furnace Fest delivers, but we're also able to, to express a level of premium care and concern for for everyone who's a fan of this because that that's at the end of the day who we are and yeah, how sure. we want to be treated and the, the way you know so i think it i think at first the first time we postponed there was a lot of that like wait am i going to get a refund and just kind of you can sense sort of the frustration the anger the like yeah the, you know the fire fest you know furnace for fest sure. is the fire fest <laughs> can't can't compared to that oh my god there's a group on facebook Stop. called the furnace fire fest or something what yeah that, and that was another <laughs> thing like or something yeah. and making what? sure that when we reannounced that we had all the bands i, I told them how important it was uh, yeah, that like yeah. Cause I remember like firsthand seeing Firefest and being like, this is so cool. I want to go. Blah, oh, blah, yeah, blah. And then slowly like Blink-182 was like, Hey, we're not going. And this band's like, Hey, we're not playing. And so I was like, oh, we need dude, to make yeah. sure to get as many of these bands back as possible and then add some. <laughs> yeah. And then add some on top, right? Make it even more appealing for people and like kind of almost a thank you for people that bought early. It's like, okay, you still get to see all these bands you want to see. And now we're going to throw Taking Back Sunday, Kill Switch, and some other bands on top. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, which is incredible that you got those bands, too. Which one? I don't know how they did it. I'll never book a lineup this good ever. I, mean... I should retire after this. <laughs> well, all of, I mean, the truth is not the, the, mm. the three of us just sat behind our desks, twiddled mm. our thumbs, and Mike did everything. <laughs> that's, the, that's the reality. No, that's what he's not almost, telling you right now. Almost every time I'm like, Chad, you're nicer than me, and like you have ministry <laughs> with these people. So, so just you hit up the agent and be like, yeah, you know, we'd really like them involved. If not, no biggie. Like, do yeah, it your own Very way. subtle. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, the only – the festival lineup so good. Like, the only way to, to ever beat it is, like, every time that we've joked around about doing it again or like brought yeah. it up we're always like all right jimmy world and deftones and like these big bands yeah. have to go on top and i'm only saying that because defonce is the biggest deftones fan <laughs> if you guys got deftones i would have been blown away <laughs> by that <laughs> that would be but i mean like that's that would have been that's wild, like our mindset dude. of like you can't really beat this unless nah. you go like that much bigger at some point and like it's it's just such a it's so crazy that the whole lineup is coming together and again with covid i think that that's been a big advantage for getting the bands to commit to doing mm. it again and to getting new bands because yeah. it's still going to 
to be like a little early for them to be doing full tours. And so they're like two years out from having done any kind of tours. I mean, taking back Sunday's last tour, I believe was like fall 2018, 2019. So it's been a minute. And, and so we're, you know, at first we were thinking like, Oh, we could just, you know, really make this happen in May and we'll be the first ones back. And now I still think being in September, we're like the first ones back for this niche because everything else is just like five of these bands with everybody that's on the radio on top of it. Um, which so it's not really like I mean there's there's nothing like this anyway, but no, there's no um, there hasn't been anything like this in how long? You know, it's been since a while. Chad did it last time. <laughs> this, this reminds me Hellfest of like sounds of, the, shit. Yeah. sounds of the underground days, like yeah. back when that was a tour and the ten bands for ten dollars and oh, 10 those for types 10. of sick tours. That was a dope tour. That was really sick. So which which bands are doing uh uh album plays? I know Poison the Well is. A great yeah. question. Well, Juliana, is there some still discussing it? Isn't Juliana Theory doing an album? Yeah, book? Juliana Theory is doing Emotion is Dead. I That's think right. May is doing the Everglow. Oh man, I love uh, that record by May. What, what? Which one is Darkest Hour doing? Oh, right? um, Undoing uh, Ruin. Is that the name of it? Undoing Ruin. Yeah, yeah. They're doing that one, right? Yep. And Living Sacrifice is going to play songs from like a couple of old albums which is oh cool. shit that's fucking right oh, this lineup is so good i keep forgetting certain bands are on it. i forgot May Dude, was on it like i know i look at the flyer i'm like oh yeah yeah i was like look i was looking at it today and i was like oh shit they're on it which bands did you guys have to i guess replace how many i mean yeah, you don't not, not many not many no, there's just like a I few mean, right yeah just a few jeremy it's not back avail's not back there's a couple but it was like five at the most. It was like five, right? Yeah. Because I didn't yeah. see that many. Like when I look at it, I'm like, I, I don't see that many changes. Yeah, that's true. It was it was actually every time we made a change to the to the scheduling, it was almost unanimous. Like, we'll be there, we'll be there, we'll be there. No problem. Really? Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Even when I talked to Zay on Evergreen, they're like, Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't don't worry we'll about it. There. It's cool. We'll go. <laughs> Uh, yeah (laughs) we had a good question how do i best prepare my wife for the amount of money i'm going to spend at merch (laughs) on merch save that save that stimmy check save yeah yeah, dude see (laughs) it's free money it really is man i'm i'm probably just gonna do the same thing yeah just Uh keep that stimulus check to the side like you never got it and then in bitcoin right now put it out at the festival and yeah. then you have even more merch money. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, the, the fairest way to treat it would be to find what that thing is that your spouse is most into <laughs> and then just be like, look, my, Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to spend three grand on merch, but I'm going to get you $3,000 worth of dirt for your garden or whatever, you know, whatever the thing is that they're into. <laughs> It's going to be, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to need to be a vacation that's not yeah, a sweaty yeah. mess of yeah. a metal festival. <laughs> it really is, dude. After Furnace Fest, we'll take you to somewhere. Yeah. We'll go a little bit further. We'll go to Florida. The beaches yeah. will be nice by then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I, keep, <laughs> I keep hearing about band members who are bringing their wives or their wives and kids to Furnace Fest. And I'm just, really? I feel kind of bad. You know, I feel a little bit guilty. Like, like, I mean, it's, it's going to be incredible, but I don't know if it's the kind of place where it's just like a, 
family, you know, family, family hang, but yeah. we'll, we'll find out. I guess, I guess so. They will too. Yep. How right, was, so we need a playground sponsor. Playground uh, sponsor. Um, <laughs> we need to get back to the uh, a corgi petting, petting zoo. Petting zoo. Yeah. Corgi petting corgi zoo. Corgi petting zoo. Yeah, cor oh, that's a good I'm idea. I'm bringing, I'm, I think me and my girlfriend are going to drive. Probably. Because it's nice. like, what is it, nine hours from us, Mike? Yeah. Yep. No, further. Yeah, dude, nine is hours. it? I'm pretty sure it's eight and a half, maybe. Depending yeah. On well, how many times? Yeah. And how many times you stop and stuff? I stop. From us? No. Yeah. I think New Orleans is, New Orleans is at least nine hours from here. In is it? Oh, Birmingham wait. You know what? Birmingham, I think, is uh, 13. Really? Yeah. Let me check real quick. I think it's. Oh, Mike, it's nine hours and seven minutes. I was going to say, man, I'm pretty sure it's nine. From wow. Dallas? From Dallas, yeah. Dude, yeah. If, if it was a stock, I would have gone very bullish on it right now, but <laughs> I kind of hesitated, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Six, uh, 638 miles. There you go. That's See? crazy. Nine hours. Yeah, that's an easy drive, dude. Get up, leave at like 7 a.m. Easy. Yep. It'll be a hard drive home. <laughs> Oh, it's going to hurt. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be very sore. Uh, so let's go through each of your guys. What's your favorite band? Uh, this is a question from Steph Beachy in the chat. What is your favorite band on the lineup? We'll start with uh, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm glad you didn't pick me. because Yeah. Already... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to answer it too. <laughs> is I mean, we only can choose one? <laughs> like, I mean, I have like band. a band. I, I guess we could do like three each. Yeah, let's do. Like I'll do three, three each. Three. Yeah. So I'm gonna look at it right now. You know, for me, it's gonna be Stretch Armstrong, Hot Water Music, and Face to Face are gonna be the oh, top yeah. three bands that I want to see. There we go. I want to see them all though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like there's so many, dude. What about uh, uh, you, Ryan? I gotta do five. Sorry. It's fine. Um, we can push it to five. <laughs> Fine. Dave Zaker has been one of my favorite bands for a long time. They haven't played in over 10 years. Jeez. Uh, Luxury, I never got to see play. They haven't played 18 years. Um, wow. Stretch Armstrong, still my all-time favorite hardcore band. Oh, yeah. Uh, Converge, I, I always love some Converge. Oh, yeah. And Gavin is still always a, a life favorite of mine. So those five are definitely my, my tippy top. Yeah. I don't and I'll put Zayo in there too. Zayo yeah, we got those. We'll throw Zayo in there. <laughs> Getting a new album the last couple of days is so good. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. What about you, Mike? I mean, for me, it's probably obvious, but like <laughs> Taking Back Sunday, Taking Back Sunday, Under Oath, and Every Time I Die. But seeing them in this setting and this element and mm. the songs that they're probably going to play versus what they would normally play. Um, and then the Juliana Theory doing that Juliana, album because yeah. that's yeah. they were it's one of the first deal. bands that I randomly discovered at a different show. Like when I would go to the old door, yeah. they were playing a show, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this band! I bought all their CDs, all their merch. Like they became one of my favorite bands instantly." And then they just put out a record I hated, and I stopped paying attention <laughs> to it. So um, the fact that they're doing this album, it's and a big deal. I get to see it is incredible because that's the energy and everything that I that I had when. Uh, when I first saw it, but I mean, I I would be doing a big disservice to not say Under Oath because they're the whole reason that I'm even involved in this festival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What about yeah, you, Chad? Say, yeah, I would say Dan. For me, I'm gonna go with the under with the underdogs just to just to keep it fair, <laughs> um, and and because I I struggle so so much. But um, on Friday, I, I'm 
truly thrilled to see Asteroid. I love that band. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's an incredible on band. Saturday would be Code 7, mm. and Sunday will be Turnstile. I know they're not an underdog, but I feel Dude, like Turnstile is awesome live. Those three are just, I, I think, are going to be really, really special sets for me. Yeah, I think you left standing and narcissist. Are those going to be like, yeah, I mean, that's the problem. It's like Dude, it's, everybody on this list is there, like, it's I mean, too hard. Part of the careers, sort of, you know, so it's like, okay, I guess I'm trying see. to think yeah. on my end, too. Like, even like, yeah, we're yours. Oh, man. Day Converge one for Dan. <laughs> Converge for sure, but it's like, ah, uh, it's so hard because. I, I love Terminal so much, and to see them yeah, again is going to be too. amazing. Yep, I absolutely love that fucking band. Um, yeah, I mean Converge for sure is probably the top on that day with Terminal right underneath. Oh, dude, even from it's crazy. Anyway, Saturday, <laughs> yeah. Beloved for sure, yeah. Beloved, uh, and then Sunday. Oh man, Sunday's wild one too. Shit. Uh, Jude, Judas Cradle, I used to love when I was younger. That's so amazing. that's, I, when, when I saw that name and I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, okay. So probably yeah. Judas Cradle would be wild to see. I, cool. I never yeah. saw them and I was like, I love that band. I used to they're love, love them. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. I didn't gonna love, love hearing that. Yeah, it's going to be a wild. I'll, I don't even know how I'm going to see all these bands. I know. <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So, uh, no, I throw a couple of underdogs in too, or not underdogs, but just kind of sleepers, man. Yeah. I can't wait to see Defeater. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. For, yeah. For the record, lyrically, I don't know. I don't know many bands who are doing it better than them lyrically. If you read through their lyrics, oh, like, I'm amazing. I so, I used to be. I I mean, I'm still a Defeater fan, but I used to be. I used to love like for like a few yeah. years. They're like my favorite. Atheist and Foxholes is one of the best songs. It's so dude. good. Dude, but dude. um, but also like uh, yeah. so Defeater and then End. I cannot wait. End is sick, dude. I've always said <laughs> like they may put on the craziest show. It's gonna be wild. Yeah. So Dillinger was like old Furnace Fest. The Dillinger set was by far the well, sickest, most yeah. intense crazy set especially ever. dillinger back then was like times a hundred you know they were setting stuff on fire yeah throwing stuff into the into the pit it was great <laughs> i was up on the on the concrete wall just standing there going what yeah, i'm not even getting down there yeah so. <laughs> this place is this place might burn down <laughs> yeah but i'm super excited to see in and it's really I, good i just have man. a feeling that those guys are gonna absolutely destroy i think they're gonna win over people too especially a lot of like the older crowd that probably has never heard of them Mm-hmm. you know and plus they're all older dudes too like you know they're all like pretty sure yeah they're all over 30 like 35 and older so it's like it's gonna be wild but even like life in your way i used to be a huge yeah, fan of life yeah. in your way um i, I mean gonna be great. it's gonna be that's i mean hopes fall. there's so many good ones we can just go it's through nuts. all of them yeah i mean we could, <laughs> we could literally just list every band you know so it's insane but let me throw one out there. Go. Nobody's talking about it. I think it's just me and two other guys on Facebook. Is bad cop, bad cop. Like I'm gonna I'm I remember a, this band. I'm I'm a I, what I'm, day are I'm they on? Super in oh, right Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, into punk rock. But those ladies, 
they kill, man. They're so good, and I cannot wait to see them live. So I feel like definitely I, check them out. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to. I feel like I've heard that name before. Dan, did you ever listen to Bludgeon? Yeah, Bludgeon. They are playing, right? Wait, where are They're they? Playing on Saturday, and the first time I saw them, you'll appreciate this. It was about 21 years ago, and they were playing right before Zayo. Oh shit! And then the back openers, back. The, the, play, the bands that played before them were under oath and then ludicrous before they were ludicrous yeah dude wow yeah i, I remember sometimes in 2000 and i never saw them again but i got like really into them dude so i I remember seeing Under Oath at this uh, venue in New Poughkeepsie, New York called Club Crannell, 150 cap room. It was Under Oath. I forget who else played it. But that was, you know, right when, you know, Dallas was in the band. It was probably like 2002, maybe. And there was probably 50 people there. Yeah. And they just, wow. that, yeah. So seeing that band, I grew up on Under Oath. Grew up on a lot of these bands, Shaolud and all of them. Uh, yeah. So is there going to be any like restrictions as far as someone was asking as far as moshing or crowd surfing and stuff goes as of right now? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. That's a, I mean, you know, one of the challenges original, the original furnace fest, uh -huh. I don't even think we knew what barricades were, <laughs> let, let alone that. We Not back happen. then. Yeah, no way. You know? uh, and I think stage diving was really like, well, oh man the our conventional security people have never even seen stage diving let alone dealt with it so it's like as long as everyone's surviving i mean i think the worst thing that happened was the the atlanta godfrey youth crew filling up their pe their socks with pennies and then and then going after a couple of skinheads but um but <laughs> yeah, i that think that was so crazy by the way yeah that was oh, crazy. Man. Yeah. holy but, shit uh, but I think, you know, I think that that um, that's still an area that we've we've got to cover. You know, Furnace Fest now is we're, we're not. Well, I, I guess I would have been 20 something. Yeah, but we're not 17 year olds being dropped off by our parents. We're now like we actually have careers and jobs. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah. In other insurance words, policies. As far as the barricades are concerned, we, yeah. you know, I actually think it's in, you know, our insurance policy that we have to have. You have to have them, right? Yeah. We're still working those things out. I know a couple of hardcore bands were like, we're not playing if there's barricades. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, like it's, it's legal. It's, it's, it's insurance. We can't. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not how know. it was when we were I kids. <laughs> as far as restrictions, there's not going to be that yeah. many. There's not going to be that many. Yeah. Um, I don't think there were. Yeah. We'll have an oxygen tent for all the old guys who think they still got it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mike's gonna have to get an oxygen sponsor. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna need a oxygen company, whatever yep. those are, what are they yep. called? And they're gonna have to be there for us. Stretch us out. Yeah, chiropractor. There's, <laughs> There's those IV companies now that you can go and get fluids. Yeah, like they they Absolutely. have that shit in Vegas. Yeah. I was going to do it yeah. one time because I felt like death the next day. Yeah. And my and friends like, way, for hangovers. Yeah. Did anyone notice that Mike just peaced out on us? Yeah, he's yeah. done. He probably had to pee. He's probably had to pee. Yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't had to go yet. Well, I've got to go. I've been a trooper, though. Just sticking <laughs> Well, hey, if you got to go, go. Yeah, man. You're in your hotel room, right? Are you in Austin? Yeah, I'm in Austin. Oh, you're in Austin? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I just moved to Dallas so. from Austin a month ago. <laughs> oh cool man both great cities no they are man i love i yeah. love austin i like living in dallas a little better though well, yeah. a lot better more friends here yeah uh let's see what are some of your oh we already asked that one 
what did you guys or who did you guys sought out to get for the fest but couldn't seal the deal i guess like what was like the one band that you really wanted to get well strong arm strong arm was the one right strong arm was a big one we put the full court press on those guys love them to death (laughs) they just couldn't get it where are they from are they spread out now well half of them live here in nashville Nashville. they're all going to be there they're basically further scenes forever with a different singer that's right so um Strong arm broke up, and then Chris Caraba came in, and they started further since forever. Yes. Board, but yeah, guys. those guys. I totally forgot that, about that. Yeah, Avail was a big bummer that they Avail. couldn't do the new dates because I mean, not only were they a, a fantastic punk band, but they had so much like I don't know, so much influence in the hardcore scene as well. And so since those guys can't do it, we're bummed out. But you know, one one other band that. Dan, I wonder if you know who this band is that we've tried yeah. times to get is a band called Discount. Discount. It sounds familiar, but I don't think I... Yeah, so Allison Mossard. You know wear. who Allison Mossard is? No. Wait. She's in Dead Weather. Oh, I know Dead Weather. Yeah, so she's in Dead Weather. And so she okay. was the lead singer of a punk band that was so good. They always toured with like Avell. And, yeah. You know, all these great punk rock bands. But... um We've tried to we've tried to get a, a discount reunion. They're one of those sleeper punk bands that like had a lot of influence and a lot of bands loved them. Yeah, they were like a band's band. Yeah, I think Rolling Stone, like maybe in the mid two thousands, did like the top hundred punk albums of all time, and and they I were in it. Caution, I think Caution was one one of them. It's probably pretty low, but yeah. Um, so we've those are those are the three that. I was super bummed that we couldn't put together, but there were so many other ones. Oh, yeah, dude. for me, it would have been Elliot. Uh, yeah. at the I top remember Elliot. We tried super hard. Yeah, we asked we them did. to do a false cathedrals album play, cut front to back, and it just wasn't wasn't in the cards. But but um, but yeah, it was. I mean, to me, I think it's it's amazing that generally speaking, we at least were able to have conversations with band members or agents or managers or people you know working with with the band or once worked with the band and um it's a it's just i take that as a pretty high privilege to maybe not necessarily have gotten everybody that we had set out to but at least to have had a conversation, conversation. yeah say, hey here's here's what we're thinking what do you think and then to have an open dialogue about it i feel like that's i mean that's pretty cool it's, it's huge yeah no it definitely is i mean so when when you guys went and got uh, talked to Sloss Furnace, were they okay with this right away? They were like down with it. Is it the yeah. is it the same people? I no. think it's I think it is generally speaking the same or a lot of the same people. And they do wow. events there. They do sh- concerts and like crazy shows there all the time. So I mean, this is not a this ain't nothing. It, yeah, it is a weird venue, but this is not outside New. of their wheelhouse. Yeah, right. it's turned into like a city park now. It's under the city of Birmingham. I gotcha. Okay. Um, Johnny went down there and had a meeting with them. Like, yeah, just sign this. And I mean, they were just so chill about us coming in there. It was that easy. But those dates work no problem. Do your thing. And then we were talking about who was going to handle different things as far as like security or stuff. And we thought they were going to want to like be in charge. Like, if you guys can just handle everything, we'd be great. Like, oh, that's cool. So, so they they're just like, yeah, just do whatever you want. It sounds like when Mike did so wet fest at the at the ball at the stadium, yeah, the ballpark. They were just like, to it was get a- everything from porta potties and fencing and <laughs> security. But they gave it, they gave you like a really good amount of freedom though. Cause it was like, yeah, too much. 
You can too use all freedom. these like, yeah, too much. You can use all these suites for the bands. It was just like one big ass party. Literally, it turned yep. into. So here's a question that I see that's pretty important. Somebody's asking about COVID passports are that. required. Is that even so, a no, thing yet? It's not. And no. it's, you know, and it's not going to be a thing at the festival. So. I think that that's how, if that becomes a thing, I think it's just going to. I don't, I don't not, think it will. Um, I, yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to be mandatory like everywhere. Like if a business says this is our policy, yep. then they can From enforce it. From my understanding, it. it's basically just um, currently a way for certain companies to take advantage of a situation and charge a festival like us a bunch of money to, you know, incorporate something like this and they would yeah. check everything. And yeah, I, I, so I for, don't, the, for the record, we would highly encourage you to get vaccinated. Yeah. Okay? So, I'm going tomorrow. So don't don't hear us nice. say anything. We would highly encourage you to get vaccinated, but yeah. you will not need a vaccination passport to get into the festival. No way, shape, or form. No. Boom. But go get it. You might as well. It's free. Yeah, get the vaccine, please. It was like I was trying to get it. Like I was going through like vaccine finder, and it would always direct me to CVS. And every time I tried to make an appointment with them, it was always like there's none available. And then I got a yeah. haircut yesterday by uh, Mike and. I, uh, me and Mike's friend Brody and Brody was just like dude you just go to Fair Park I was like what do you mean he's like yeah you just go to Fair Park here's the website <laughs> and then I did a, every, while I was getting a haircut I filled everything out and then I got home and I got a text message and they were like okay I, answer these questions answered all of them okay when do you want your appointment and I was like alright Friday 10am it was that easy <laughs> I was like dude what the fuck nice. that's great Yeah, I don't know why that website wouldn't point me in the direction of them Right, right. It doesn't make any sense, but yeah. it is, it's getting easier to get it, which is nice. It is. It's a great, great thing. So how um, how sold out is the fest? Like, how what's the percentage at now? Because before it was like 60-something percent sold out? 99%, man. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> 99%. You better go. go Holy go, get shit. Your get your now. tickets. <laughs> it's no, we just crossed the 70% yeah. line. We just, uh, we just wow. Wow. we busted through more. the 70% line, which is yeah. so cool. Yeah. I, so I remember when you guys first announced the fest, Mike hit me up and he was just like, dude, I can't believe how many tickets we sold in the first, like, <laughs> it was like the first half hour, I think, or hour. Yeah. And I was, I remember I was walking my dog and I'm, I'm like, what are you kidding me? He's like, no, of course you were. I was like, I'm always walking my dog. And it, it was just, it's mind blowing, but I understand it. I mean, I tell people too, like even today when I posted about doing this today and I posted the flyer on my Facebook, a few people that I know didn't even know about the fest. I was like, what do you mean? You didn't know, but where have how you do been? You not know? <laughs> how do you not know? It's like, but they, they were just like, is this real? Are you pranking me? Like, is this, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you never heard of Furnace Fest? No, I'm like, well, go Google it. Like, you'll you'll see, like, go to images. You'll see the old flyers. I'm like, this yeah. is just, they're bringing it back, you know, for this year. Do you guys think you'd do it again after this? Or are you just going to talk about that after yeah. the fest ask happens? Us, <laughs> ask us Monday morning. Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, an encouraging start would be for all four of us to unanimously agree yeah. that the number one most consistently asked question at Furnace Fest was, will there be another year? Yeah. And if that's the top question, then to me, it's like it, once we get through it and then if, if everyone's like, well, 
that's the question. Then, then I think we have to go, well, can we do it again? Can we, does it make sense where we at? But I think that from my perspective, there was never, ever a consideration in my heart beyond this one time until maybe about a month ago when it was kind of like, huh, we just re-announced this and almost, I think our, our refund rate was like 2% or less. Okay. Um, Wow. To me, it's just like, man, we, we, that's incredible. We have some seriously committed friends and family that are, that are part of this. And um, I don't know. I, so I guess the, you know, in without, yeah, I think to me, the, my, my headspace is still, let's just pull off this. We have so much ahead of us just now, but yeah, for sure. That's how I I would feel about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get, let's get through this. Let's pull it off, execute it. And then let's see how we're feeling after. Right. My opinion as the one person that's never actually (laughs) been to a furnace fest and is constantly just lucky to be here um, is I think that it would be incredible. And I think that there will be thousands of people wishing that they could have gone thousands of people that did go and had a great time. Yeah. But um, at first to me, it was really cool for it to be, you know, one time like reunion type deal, but given COVID and given, you know, people being, I guess, shy to commit and things like that. And it will sell out before everyone that gets a ticket gets to go. I think it, it gives even more of a story to do it again versus just like, I mean, obviously like the four of us are only going to do something if we're passionate about it and we want to do it and we want to do it right. But it's more of a story of like keeping it going and including more people than like, Oh yeah, we can make money again. You know what I mean? Like exactly. there's, there's a lot more compelling stories. More than People just that. Like, wow, yep. this was a really cool experience. It'd be great to do it again. There's other, you know, artists that we didn't get a book, like mm-hmm. you know, Glass Shaw was so close and some of these other artists. And like yeah, maybe that happens again. But um I I definitely think that everybody is feeling a lot better about the current Furnace Fest than they may have been like a month or two ago. And um, I think as we get through this and and realize how big of an undertaking it is, even with all mm-hmm. the experience that we do have, that'll kind of better yeah. decide it for everybody. I'm already on. I'm already on on the position of like I want to do something there. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you guys don't want to do something, then I, I, I would bring a show there. Like watching old My Chemical Romance videos and stuff from playing there is just yeah, it's wild. Yeah, when you guys like first announced the fest, I, I went back like finding YouTube videos of like the bands that played it and i was just like this place looks sweet like it's, this yeah. this is it's nuts yeah. it really is because like for like i always wanted to go to hellfest right because i'm from i'm from new york so like i never got to go to it and then also mm-hmm. like even hearing about furnace fest back then i was like well i'm not gonna be able night i ain't gonna be able to go to alabama for this but like to have like a festival like that again in the states would be awesome yeah it's like something we need because i was having this conversation with the band i work with the other like last week this band misery index mark his uh mark the guitarist and he's like yo what fest do we have in the states (laughs) and i'm like well you know you got like the maryland death fest which is cool cali death fest which is like the same thing but in california and you got like the bigger you know mainstream rock fests that danny wimmer does which are cool too but i was like there's just nothing like what we had when we were younger there was nothing there's nothing like a hellfest or anything like that at all anymore and it's 
it'd be cool to have something like that back again. Like Fern mm. like Furnace Fest was I compared yeah. Furnace to Hellfest. It was the same vein, you know? You guys were, yeah. you know, all had like pretty much getting the same bands. Like one was just in New York in the north and one was in the south. Sure. Right. Yeah, and festivals have changed so much. Oh, I mean, Dude. like you know, Furnace Fest was really, truly about the community and the music. And that yeah. was it. There was no frills. There were no, you know, there was not much to it other than that. Community, bands, music. Yeah. And we've taken that same approach. Like, it's not like a, you know, it's not a Bonnaroo or a Coachella where there's, you know, mm -hmm. interactive whatever, <laughs> flower crowns and glitter and like foam parties you know it's all, <laughs> all great suggestions though all, all, yeah hey we we're up for a phone party yeah okay? we might yeah. do a <laughs> or a silent disco but <laughs> but it's really at the end of the day it's about the music and it's about the community and if all those things really come together and and uh and we decide to do a second one i'm all in i, I would be excited but yeah you know when we announced this, Dan, this is super cool. And this was one of the driving factors behind what we're doing is, is that we got multiple emails from individuals saying, and this is crazy. I can't believe it. Like when Chad would forward me the email yeah, or, or I would check our Facebook, you know, all the messages and read some of these things, it would, it would blow my mind. But, you know, like guys saying, Hey, um, you, I can't tell you how encouraged I am by this. I, I'm at the lowest point in my life so low, so depressed that wow. I'm even contemplating ending my own life. But this is amazing. This has given me something to look for. Thank you. Wow. And we've gotten multiple messages like that. And that was like, Damn. man, at the end of the day, if we make money, if we don't, if a all these bands come together and we have a great event, really at the end of the day, it's about those types of stories. Not yeah, again, not, I'm the cheesy one. No, um, you're right though, man. So is we Chad though. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> really, it's really about yeah. those those uh those experiences man yeah well and that's yeah to johnny's point i mean that's how johnny hooked me you know he kept oh, really? yeah he kept kind of like pestering me about furnace fest but when he i think at some point just helped me see that there might be people friends mm -hmm. that i haven't seen in a long long time that i may not ever get to the chance to see again yeah like once i begin kind of like putting my my, my brain space and my my heart into that idea it was like okay we got to do this yeah this we is, just we have to do this you're right <laughs> yeah this is a family reunion yeah. that has to happen so yeah then yeah. it became then it just became a no-brainer and like how do we how do we pull it off and um, get it together right get it together yeah. <laughs> yeah first that's back in the day was every bit as much about the community as it was the music yeah i was living in Chattanooga at the time and every weekend i'd either drive to atlanta or nashville sometimes birmingham Back mm -hmm. home to Tallahassee, just going to shows, and everybody was sleeping on each other's couches. Yeah, over at Denny's or a Waffle House at two in the morning after the <laughs> show. But then every summer, everybody from all of those towns was in one spot. Yeah, and like all of us that drove everywhere to see each other, we all got to see each other in, in one, one spot. Place. Yeah, all the North Carolina people, everybody from the South Florida people, all the bands like we found Glory and Further and last year and all those bands. It was just, it was just such an amazing it's, friendship reunion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, like awesome, but like all the hangout time. Dude, the was hangout just, time. Yeah, it's it's what's great about it. Even like friends of mine from New York and shit are like, I have to go. Like, I may not see these people ever again that I used to go to, you know, see at festivals or whatever, see at these shows, like or see these bands again. You know, some, some that are yeah. you know getting back together for this. Yeah. 
I used to never join Facebook groups and interact like that, you know, yeah. and, uh, but got sucked into this, uh, you know, <laughs> furnace fest, Facebook friends group. And, uh, and now I check it every day and, uh, <laughs> and it's been amazing because, uh, the, the small group of people who put that together now or do it, uh, actually one of them is, is, is helping us on the social media side. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so she's helping us, which we're super stoked about that, but now they're like doing little meetups all over the country, Texas and really you know, one in Birmingham. I think they did one in Chicago and one in the Carolinas. Now they're doing meetups and they're just all super stoked about, um, I think about somebody it. got married who met in the group. If I remember really? that correctly, <laughs> so, I think somebody got married. What? It's, it's insane. So Furnace Fest, just bringing people together. Bringing people together. Who will get engaged at Furnace Fest this year? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would it's be something. It is. It, it probably will happen. Remember, Mike, at So What Fest, that, that couple got engaged during Power Trip? I think it was Power Trip? No, was it? Yeah. Was it Power Trip? It yeah, was. He's still going around. Yeah. The the video of this dude literally proposing to his girlfriend in the pit. Nice. During power trip. <laughs> wow. I was at the final Stretch Armstrong show. I think it was 2010 yeah. in Jacksonville. And uh, I won't say the person's name because they're not together anymore. But one of the guys from one of the bands proposed to his girlfriend on during Stretch's set. Of <laughs> wow. That's so fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> I love that. Someone did say in chat, I wanted to read this out. It's not a question. Uh, they just said, I just want to thank this team for putting together the most incredible lineup imaginable. I have been waking up every day with a little extra strut in my step. Wow. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's why that that's why we we've Absolutely. done it, you know. And it's yeah. like, like Johnny was saying, the cheese, the cheese factor between us, but but the the genuine heartfelt connection to others just providing people with a little bit of extra hope and yeah, something man. to look forward to i think has mm-hmm. been uh, even the you know the pulling out little last minute surprises announcing terror and light the torch and like hey poison the well by the way p.s poison the well yeah <laughs> uh, it's just you know now looking back those are little moments to just say oh hey how can we how can we make this even better you know yeah, like, right how can we how can we exceed expectations uh, on every front? And uh, yeah. that's that's the job that we have at hand. The task. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, so, even poison the wall playing opposite of December is just going to be legendary. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Hands down. Be so crazy. I can't even. That crowd is going to go <laughs> off. <laughs> I saw them do it last January. And oh yeah. Know, that's, oh, you went to the LA show? I tried yeah. getting tickets. I couldn't get them. Oh, man. I was right on the die. I set a reminder right on the die, and it was gone. I'm like, okay, not going. Not no. going. Not going. Well, Some thankfully, you'll Thankfully, you'll now I'm going. Yeah. yeah. We'll have the opportunity. <laughs> With a ton of other bands. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been great to get to know more about you all, about the fest, and just everything. I mean, a lot of people are looking forward to it. This is probably going to be... I mean, it could be my first show back. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. I'm definitely going to cry. <laughs> yep, same. We'll all cry I think together. I think we're all just going to cry. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. walk up to each uh, other. Are you crying now? <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is hard crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, dude, a, everybody here, definitely yeah. go buy some tickets if you're trying to go. They're like yep. a little bit past what? It just hit 70% sold out. 
Well, we busted oh, through 70%. So. Oh, man. Oh, God. All right. Everyone, furnacefest.us, not .com, .us, to go buy tickets. Definitely get them. Um, <clears throat> after every episode that I do on here, I like to raid somebody, which essentially is just us bringing everybody that's here into another stream. Um, one of them right now, which just, it's a new Twitch account. They've been doing it a couple times. Mike knows the Stray from the Path guys. It's Tom from Stray from the Path and their drummer, Craig. They started this Twitch account called Awful Hotel. I have not checked out the stream yet, but I love the name. <laughs> so they're streaming right now, and I think it would be pretty rad to go raid those guys. Um, if you're looking for another band, get Stray from the Path. <laughs> That would be rad. But again, thank you so much for doing this with me. Um, yeah, thanks, Dan. And yeah, I can't wait. Amazing. I'm look, look, I can't wait to meet you guys and hang out. Yeah, Same. absolutely. And cry together. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have at least four shoulders to choose from. Yeah. Right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks again. We're going to go raid uh, Tom and Craig from Stray from the Path. It's their new Twitch account that they're doing every week, a show on it every week. I don't know exactly what it's about, but it's called the it's titled Awful Hotel. So let's go check it out. All right, guys. Thank you cool. so much. All right. Thanks, Dan. See Have you guys. A great day. You too, guys. See you, everybody. Later. All right, here we go. There we go. All right, cool, guys.